Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of The Postermen. I am Elijah. Oh, I'm Ken. Hello. Why do we struggle with this every time? I'm Tyler. And I am Luis. Well, see, once upon a time, he used to say, to my left, or sitting across from me, but now he just, like, throws a, like, yeah. he, he expects us to... You all should know who you are. He expects us but to jump also, on it. He points, like, as if, like, the audience would know. I, well, I he points it. because there's always a pause. Like, hi, I'm Elijah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm Ken. And I'm Tyler. This week we're going to discuss a movie called Spaceballs that we've Spaceballs. all seen probably many, many times. Ken, <laughs> give us a plot uh, synopsis. Plot synopsis. Based on IMDb. From, from, hot, from, hot and fresh from IMDb. It says... A pair of space cowboys must come to the rescue of a princess and save the galaxy from a ruthless race of beings known as Spaceballs. And as we all know, this is a parody of Star Wars. And multiple, it's got multiple other spoofs of sci-fi. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're little, they're little, little right nods there. here and there to but things. I feel like it's mostly just Star it's Wars. Mostly Star it's Wars. mostly Star Wars. Okay, so... What happened to his head? Which head? Which head? It's Who's all head? backwards. <laughs> Prison is true. It's... It's a really entertaining movie, in my opinion. Yeah. It's it's very funny. It's got a lot of one-liners that you can just throw out there at any time. And there's also a bunch of like subtle little jokes delivered mostly by... Uh, well, no, actually, I don't know about mostly, but uh, there's one that I noticed, for I think, for the first time today. It was uh, at one point somebody said was talking about something and they said, Oh no, it's totally reversible. And President Scrooge says, Not like my raincoat. And yep. like <laughs> random but funny. That's cause that's I couldn't even tell what he was saying. I was like, he said something. What did he say? And so I had to go back and listen to it. Uh there's just one thing that I have wrong with this movie is at the end of the movie, Lone Star goes in to hit the self destruct button and then the entire thing blows up, and the princess goes, "We did it! We all saved the we all we all saved it." I'm like, none of the three of you did anything. <laughs> I think it was part of the joke. I know, but it wasn't funny. That was the problem with that joke. If it was supposed to be a joke, it wasn't funny. So it does. So it falls flat. But they're all. But they all are cheering like they did something. And Lone Star should be like, look at them all. Like, I I went in there. I did it. And maybe Barf and Barf helped get the princess and the robot lady. I can't remember her name. For the Dot movie. Matrix. Dot Matrix. For out, 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 they saved them. So they did something, but those two did nothing. The entire movie. Yeah, Dot Matrix is the like functionally least useful character in the movie. <laughs> you know, at least at the very least, Vespa in 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 a moment of. Assault to her hair, freaks out and does that machine gun and kills all those guys. That's pretty good for Rambo. I did not realize that Joan Rivers played Dot Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. She does a voice for Dot Matrix. Uh, it's It's got a great cast in it with Mel Brooks, John Candy, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman. And Bill Pullman, one of the few surviving members with Rick Moranis, and well, Mel Brooks. Well, is still no, on. most of these, most of the yeah. cast is still alive. Yeah, I was about to say, John Candy's is really Joan Rivers still alive, or did she pass? Uh, Joan Rivers. She passed, passed away, away just recently. Yeah. 
and Dick Van Patten died too. <laughs> yeah, well, he was not a young man in this movie, so. He was the king. He looked pretty young in there. <laughs> is Mel Brooks still alive? Yeah, Mel Brooks is still alive and kicking. Oh, wait, because wasn't he the, doesn't he play the, 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 he's the grandpa. Dracula? Yeah, and, he's the grandpa. And, yeah. Speaking of which, um, I'm going to say that I remember from looking at the screenshots from what I remember about the movie, I did like the part where uh, they did that reference to aliens. And the, 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 and the aliens, <laughs> hello, my baby, hello, my darling. I feel like they brought back most of the original cast from that. Uh, I don't know if it was the original cast. I know the guy. I yeah, John Hurt is. John, John Hurt is, is the same. Yeah, and the the lady that that they cast to look. That's well, there's the, a, besides that's the Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. The Sigourney Weaver lookalike yeah. <laughs> is actually a, a pretty good. It's a it's a it's a it's an okay. Like you can Weaver you can tell like. that oh you're they hired her because she looks like Sigourney Re- yeah. Weaver. If anything, they look a lot like the cast from Alien. Didn't play the joke off. <laughs> Give us the water, man. Waitress, waitress. Water. What did he have to eat? What did he have to eat? Oh, he had the special. That's what I had. Can I change to the soup? Whew, good call. Now that I think about it, I forgot how uh, how funny John Candy was. Oh, John Candy is great in the movie. Like I never, like I never really liked him. Like growing up, like I never really liked any of his movies except for Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Like I, oh. What was that other one? Where the bobsledding team one? Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Yeah, I hated that one. Well, he's he not especially funny, funny in that, in that movie. movie. Yeah. Wasn't he also like Home Alone? <laughs> no. Like, no. He wasn't. Well, he was. He's briefly in Home Alone one as the clarinet player. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. He wasn't even funny then. <laughs> he wasn't really. He's not supposed to be in it that long. Not everything John Candy does has to be funny. With a name like John Candy, you don't think you're supposed to be sweet and funny? See the scene of vacation where Chevy Chase holds him hostage as they go around the park? No, I mean, like, I, I, I just don't find John Candy funny. to be funny. Yeah, like, I, I always thought he was like a uh, Chris Farley knockoff. Or um, Chris like Farley came, came, before, came second. Before Chris Farley. And well, never mind. Yeah, John Candy. I, I don't feel wanna... like he came way before Chris. Oh, Marley. significantly before. Yeah, yeah, he he did, but he wasn't. As so to call him Chris Farley knockoff is Chris, Chris Farley's the John Candy knockoff. Yeah. Well, no, I think they're both just. I think they're their own. Funny. Entity. I don't. I don't think that either knocks off the other because yeah. the fact of the matter is, Chris Farley, at the very least, had a very distinct comedic voice. Yes. He did. So I I don't think that that Chris Farley knocked anybody off. I don't know. I just I just I just like I said I never found John Candy to be to be funny, but I did like that. I did like Spaceballs. Like I I uh, I always felt bad for for Rick Moranis in that movie. Like I don't know why. Like feel bad he, for the bad guy. Yeah, like like as in like because he was just such a loser. Like you know, like remember that scene when he's trying to fight and like he holds his. And he has it, and he's it's, like swinging, like, it's you know supposed they, to be funny. Yeah, I, I know. Like, oh I, shit! I, I, I think, the planet. You know what I mean? I just, I just, I just think that, like, for a bad guy, like, I felt really sorry for him. Like, I, I thought he was funny, but I'm saying, like, it was like the first bad guy where I'm like, oh man, like, I understand why you're just a, you know, like, why you're just a jerk. You've won in this fair fight. Let's shake hands. <laughs> I can't believe it. You <laughs> fell for the oldest rule in the book. <laughs> Here, here, I'll give it back to you. Oh, you took it again! But it's my favorite Mel Brooks movie, 
and total. It's 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 by far my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Oh, in my he, opinion. oh, I didn't realize that he wrote it. Yeah, Speaking wrote it. of, yeah, I think Robin Hood Men and Tights is probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Uh, so. You can. <laughs> uh, I'm torn between the two of them. Uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights. I like that one. I had because I, 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 I remember it had Dave Chappelle in it. It, it does, does have Dave Chappelle in it. Gentlemen, lend me your ears. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> But all in all, it's just a very well-rounded movie. It's got the action pretty well. It's got the comedic aspect. The acting is solid for the comedy. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pick another person to play any of those roles in my head. Like, you can't, like I can't replace anybody. I can't even replace the second people command. Colonel Sanders is just a great <laughs> joke in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Matter Colonel Sanders. Chicken. <laughs> I never caught any of those jokes yeah, I, until this time around, and I was like, "His name is Colonel Sanders." I'm dumb. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, like it's definitely a movie when you watch it as a kid, you just think it's a it's a fun it's a fun movie to watch. Like, you know, you look at it as, "Oh wow, it's definitely a, like a Star Wars like knockoff." But as an adult, like you really get like the the subtle humor of like you know reading in between the lines and being like, "Oh wow," like. Pretty good movie. This is yeah. It, I'm real surprised the movie's rated PG. It just goes to show you how far ratings have come. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna have to watch the movie again tonight. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's a there's an errant f bomb in there too. Yeah, there's a bunch of language. There's a it's it's it's, it's astounding. Windows, I think yeah. this must have been before the PG thirteen. Oh, it was. It rated. was. It was. Yeah. Because so PG, the PG-13 thing came along in the late 80s. Yeah, this was 87. So it wasn't a lot. This this actually probably helped build steam probably for the PG-13. But it, it when I saw it was PG, I went, so <laughs> by teaching aspects, you could show this actually, in a school yeah. because it's rated PG. PG. Yeah, you really could. I, it, it's a, I also, now looking at the IMDb, like, it's really funny seeing how many characters Mel Brooks played. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he was... <laughs> He played a lot. Temple like, of Doom. Indiana of the Temple of Doom. PG-13. It was a PG-13 rating. Wow. Skipping ahead to the topic for the week, but... But it's... Mel Brooks is just a... Is solid in this movie. I did... I... After re-watching it after... Because I hadn't watched it in a couple of years. Because mm-hmm. I just knew the whole movie off the top of my head. I never really knew that Mel Brooks was also yogurt at the top of my head. Really? No, I didn't know that. You hoided me? I, I had completely then and they and he was the president. I had completely separated those two characters in my brain and yeah. taken them because they just are two different characters all in all. And in my opinion they didn't really sound similar until this time around. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, they're both Mel Brooks. And then I went, Yeah, I'm dumb. Mel Brooks has one voice. It's Mel Brooks' voice. Yeah. Which is I'm fine. feeling extra smart about this movie now. Yeah, because I never I, witness. <laughs> I never witness. <laughs> hey, I'm admitting some things because it's because I hadn't watched it, and I'm gonna go with a decade. Yeah, because I literally, what? I I have. Oh, I I watch this movie with some regularity. Yeah, I watch. I, yeah, no, it's. I watch a ton of different new movies, and I and I sometimes go back to the older movies. Anytime I've watched a bunch I'm of feeling times. down and blue, That's, I just whip out the good old space balls. I don't need to know what you do in your free time. I give it a good old watch. I place it right in the DVD player and thrust the, 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 the door shut. I thrust it right in there. <laughs> I, 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 it's also funny to, to 
to see that uh, what's his face is also the president in uh, an Independence Day. Bill Pullman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, Bill Pullman has a has a career. It's yeah, a like, big old it, career. It's good to see that he has a wide range. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, like when I think about this movie, this movie to me it brings more of like a nostalgia feel of like, like I like I remember watching this movie on TNT when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And I thought the movie was great. Like it's funny, it sucks that you don't really see it on TV anymore. At least I never see it on TV anymore. I, I've seen it a good bit on TV. Uh, I I don't really enjoy watching it because there's some 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 stuff that they take out of it now. That, oh, that just does, yeah. And it, you you were talking they, about they take out the comb the desert scene. They didn't take the full scene out. They take the last little bit of the scene out. We ain't found oh, shit. shit. <laughs> and that's gone. It's missing. And I, <laughs> what about you guys? What? <laughs> what about you guys? That just fades away. Oh, it just cuts right to the next scene. And I'm I like, think I got rid of that whole joke. That's funny. It ruined everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a funny it's a funny bit up to that, but the but the whole like. The guy turning to him, looking at him like he's an idiot, and telling him, we ain't found shit. <laughs> Sells it. It's like, these guys know what's up. These guys know this is completely absurd. We all knew. These guys know. But now we know that they know. But you, you know what's also nice about this movie? It was like in the era where like parody movies were, you know, like at the beginning, but also like at the golden age where they weren't like overdone but they were well written that's yeah, instead yeah. of just being like look we made a fake john heater who's gonna do his lines yeah like from napoleon dynamite they get blown up yeah like like basically like ever like i feel like one scary movie like after scary movie three i think that whole genre of like parody movies really just went down really the you think scary movie three was good None I, of thought, those I, movies were I good. thought i thought i mean no one's pretty solid i thought yeah. one through three were pretty funny one's pretty solid and well written I give one and two some credit. I mean, they. I mean, they. The scary movies were what put Anna Faris on the map. Anna, Anna Faris is still not on the map. Uh, I mean, depends on who you. She's know. that lady that does the those commercials, right? She's that lady that she, does those commercials. She has her yeah. own podcast. She's, so uh, she's on she's, the map because you're like she that was. Lady. No, she was married to Chris Pratt for a while, right? She was married to Chris Pratt, but she's got like a, the number one podcast. She got, she has a popular show, Mom, which is yeah. also good. Uh, but but what I'm saying is like I I just thought like you know I think this movie like like I said Spaceball is just like a, it's a really nice like if you're looking for parody movies or something to laugh at you know to make fun of other genres. You know, I think this would be one. That of the should movies. be the t- that should be one of the textbook ones. Yeah, yeah, you know what too. I mean. That you should watch first. Right. You know what I mean? Because everybody knows about Star Wars, but you know, like seeing Spaceballs, like I, like I said, like when you see it, it just makes you crack up because you see like how over the top and like how dumb it is. Like what was uh what was the uh, pizza version of Jabba the Hutt? Pizza, pizza the Hutt. Hutt. Yeah. <laughs> he ate himself to death. If it isn't Lone Star <laughs> and his friend Puke. Which Barf. Is, <laughs> which is Dom DeLuise, which is great. You know, Barf, puke, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, it's also crazy. It's like the production value of that wasn't bad at all. Like it, it didn't seem like it was very, like for at the time at least, it doesn't look very like. No, I'm pretty sure low. the RV was a toy car. Yeah, but I mean, like they, 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 they use they use the same. Oh! Thing, they, they God bless you. They use the Thank same you. style, Excuse like that they that they did for Star Wars when they filmed it back in the. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's not like every, like it was CGI. Now has this movie been like digitally remastered at all or anything like that? No, probably, uh, probably not. I, I wonder what it would look like if it was digitally. They remastered. had a digital everything. Yeah, like 
just to see. Top Matrix actually can move. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time there's stairs, they have to pick her up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> because she physically can't bend her legs. <laughs> it's, it's very well done yeah. comedy, it's all a, in all. I, I feel if you enjoy this movie, you need to sit down, take a look at everything that Mel Brooks has ever done, sit down and watch it. Like, there's Blazing Saddles is excellent. Saddles. Young Frankenstein is understated oh, and excellent. High anxiety is not bad. Is he? Is he like a? Is he, uh, History he, of the World Part One oh. is amazing. I'm a stand-up philosopher. So good. So good. So okay, so that's okay. That's I, I remember seeing that one. Like I really like that. And but. Blazing Saddles is on Netflix. P.S. Blazing Saddles is good. I like Blazing Saddles a lot. My, that's my dad's favorite Mel Brooks movie. My dad's favorite is uh, Hell Blazing Saddles because he really likes the campfire sequence with the beans. Uh, it's it's an iconic scene. Yes, <laughs> it's my dad's favorite scene in movies. If you ever talked to him, do they ever make a second part to History of the World? No, that's, the, that's point. the point. It's the joke. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the joke of it. There is never going to be a part two. Nah. I mean, it would be really funny if I, if they did one now. Well, I I really love Brooks in his old But age, no, there was never there was never any really any real intention to do a History of the World Part Two. Oh, and even if he also did, look who's talking. He did look who's talking. He directed or wrote. I could see him writing. I don't know if he. If he plays I mean, the voice. He plays Mister Toilet Man. I don't know if he. Mister Toilet Man. <laughs> um, I guess he's just in it. Nah, he's not. He didn't direct it. <laughs> no, Amy Heckerling directed those movies. Uh, he only directed a couple. He only directed 12 movies. Yeah, 12, 12 really good movies. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a bad one in the bunch for always directed. Like, Dracula Dead and Loving It, maybe, but that's uh, close yeah, to that's, over. That's a, that one's okay. Because he did the producers, the original producers. That was his first movie, and kicked it out of the park with that one, too, so... He did, he made, he creates the... he creates a song called Springtime for Hitler, <laughs> and makes people like that movie with a song called Springtime for Hitler <laughs> in it. It's he's just so good at what he does, Mel Brooks. I I don't know why he retired from directing, but he did. I so. assume it's probably because it's you know what I mean. Like it's time consuming. Yeah, he. Yeah. He retired from directing 20 years ago. Yeah, but it's still... It's, Not quite 20 years Yeah, ago. but I feel like he's due for a comeback. Well, he did. Clint Hotel, Eastwood... Clint Hotel, Eastwood. Hotel, Hotel Transylvania. No, that's, 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 uh, that's voice. Um, that's, that's acting. It's I different. You want, you want, I want him to come back to directing and like, writing. I like, feel that Mel... Spaceballs too. Brooks is... The search for more money. Oh, no. <laughs> Mel Brooks was born in 26... He's an old man. Yeah. That makes him ninety-two. Yeah, he's got this. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if if I mean, if Clint, I mean Eastwood, if Clint Eastwood can can yeah. act and direct and and do it all and produce. How old is Clint Eastwood? I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm. We're going. Is dirt? I don't even know if there's dirt age is an actual. If there's a number for his actual age, the man is. 
ancient. <laughs> There's just it writes dust where it says his age. I'm thinking in the uh, 30s or 40s. They have to have a they have to have a writer in any actor's contract that works with Clint Eastwood that says don't touch him or he will turn to powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when, when when acting with Clint Eastwood, you actually act with like mirrors, so, like, so you can never really see him. And he's like the Pope. He, he was into the Pope. He was born in 1930. Damn, I'm uh, good. <laughs> so he is four years younger than. No, wait. He's four years younger than, yes. than yeah. Mel Brooks. Yeah, yes. But Mel Brooks looks way better. Than I was about him. to say, yeah, Mel Brooks looks better. Clint Eastwood, Eastwood looks like yeah. I mean, like I... Eastwood didn't look all that great in his younger years. Are you kidding me? Clint Eastwood was a stud. Uh, he was a good go looking. back and watch. I have <laughs> any of those, any of his westerns. Dude, he was. He was Clint the fact of the matter is, like, his is his son looks an awful lot like him. His yeah. son's a good looking guy. So yeah. Scott Eastwood, yeah, yeah. So like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, it's... guys. <laughs> no, apologies, <to> Tyler. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> I'm not sorry, <laughs> Tyler. You can't retract your apology. You can't. You can't. You can't. You, I stated my opinion. Yeah, you did, and you apologized. And so we all, no, so we all know. Back to spaceballs. Your bullshit too. Back, 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 <laughs> back, back to spaceballs. You know. Watch out. <laughs> do, do you know that they have a, an animated series? They had a TV show. I've not seen it, but I didn't know yeah. it exists. I knew it existed. Never watched it. Yeah, I didn't really I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It didn't. It was not. It was not well received, and I don't know that it's available anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's hard. Like. Well, I wonder when it when it was made. You know, I was gonna say like uh, it was on Adult Swim. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's but also, Adult Swim ordered the episodes for it. Oh. Yeah, I uh, I probably would never watch it. I don't. Oh yeah, it. that was more recent. It was. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I. Just kidding. You well, didn't I mean, find I mean, it. I didn't find it. But yeah. that's well, that's the moral it's... of that story. So, what do you think about it, Lewis? What all do you think all? about Spaceball? Yeah. All in all, I mean. And the nostalgia factor that maybe brings back like a, like, like a five. You know what I mean? Like nostalgia wise, like you know, like I like the movie a lot because it reminds me of a lot of memories, like being at home, hanging out with my dad, and just watching that movie. And like, it's a good old wholesome. Like, I would say you know the for for me for that movie, like it's probably like I don't know, maybe maybe four robot punches. Seven mariachis, and you know, so good solid four two, for you. Two, two, uh, two Robert De Niro's. Um, I have to agree with you on the dad factor of the whole thing. Yeah, it, the Mel Brooks movies are like one of the things that my dad was like, "You have must sit down and we must watch these together." Yeah, it's like a father and son sort of thing to be like, "You must sit and we must watch these." <laughs> yeah, I will show you what cinema <laughs> truly is. <laughs> I will show you true. That is interesting because. I hope to one day pass this on to my children. My, my dad, my dad did show me both Blazing Saddles yeah. and Spaceballs, <laughs> just because he's like, you need to watch Spaceballs and you need to watch Blazing Saddles. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like, yeah, like that nostalgia factor makes that movie so much better in my eyes. So. I I'd give it a five because of all of its well done parody, five mm-hmm. robot punches because it's very it's very good at what it does parody. Mm-hmm. It is a cohesive story that follows the plot and and um, fuses in with parody and does what it needs to do and fuses comedy and makes it make sense that you're not like sitting there in disbelief like this is dumb why yeah so 
and the acting helps it along. Oh yeah, like the comedic that like everybody keeps the pace of that movie going. So, I I at one point thought it was a longer movie, but it turns out it's an hour and a half. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this movie is far shorter than I thought it was. <laughs> what about and you, it goes by way faster than it actually is. Yeah, that's incredible. I've got the same combination on my luggage. Hmm. That's incredible. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Some idiot would put on his luggage. <laughs> so, Ken's going with five because <laughs> that's what he's going to do. Yeah, I'd be, yes, absolutely. Five, five robot punches, and just nearly everything from Mel Brooks, as far as I'm concerned, gets five robot parts of punches. As a wee little lad, I uh, I watched this movie in a good old town called Wop Wallopum, PA. It's very is that a place? It is or did a you place. just make that up? It is an exact place. If you think this the the sat name is weird, you should meet the people. I, I really want you to you, live there. Did you now. live there? I'm sorry, family members. Did you live there? I've wow, never wow, lived wow. there, but I have family members. What's there. it called? Wap Wallapum. Smell it for me. I cannot. <laughs> I was about to say, if you ask Tyler to spell something for you. <laughs> Not Walla? that one. I have a story about Wop Wallop off, off the show. But anyways, so the first time I watched this thing, I, I had to have been six. Uh-huh. And all it's I PG, can remember... It's oh my gosh. All I, oh my gosh, I excuse you. me. Wop Wallopin, PA. Yeah. Uh, it's, big. it's an unincorporated community. <laughs> it's... How far away? It's got one it's road trip. Holy biscuits! It's it's it covers a quite the patch of territory. All right, it's back on. And we're and we're totally. Oh, it's past Bloomsburg, up. out past Bloomsburg, past Bloomsburg. Yes, I'm sorry, I brought it. We up. we drove past it on our way to 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 to, 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 to Wilkesbury. It's right outside of Wilkesbury and Hazelton. You would have drove past it. We Come did. Back. We did. <laughs> Anyways, is that where the Wendy's is? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been might actually. Have been. I'm sorry. So back on top. So, I don't have the nostalgia thing. I just remember that my uh, my uncle had said, "Oh, that's the guy from Aliens," and that's it. That's all I got. From that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I remember from that time period. <laughs> so, like for the longest time, Spaceballs, the image in my head was the alien popping out. Um, so as time went by, I didn't sit down with Papa and uh, watch it. I just went out, bought it at some point in time, and religiously watched it after that. And uh, every time, I'm equally as laugh- laughing. Like, I can't stop. Uh, so, I'm with Ken. I'm actually going to give it a six of five robot punches. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to take that robot arm, weld it on, and punch a sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also went with five, so I'm, I would like to be acknowledged I'm for okay my five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the only one that went he with went four. He went with four. Yeah, you go over there, Mr. Four. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just... It's, I think it's a good movie. I mean, it bring, like, I think the nostalgia... I think I think it's just I just have a different view on what, like, humor... Like, I, I, I don't know, for me, it was just... See, I think uh, maybe... To, 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 to poo-poo the, uh, the nostalgia <laughs> factor here... I discovered Mel Brooks as an adult. I I had no idea yeah. about Mel Brooks until I was in university. But I mean, do you still have some nostalgia? Like nostalgia would still be like you know ten years ago. Not. No, not real. I mean, no. 
No, I don't. I want to point out that he said at university, real fancy. <laughs> I was at university. <laughs> but either way, no. I, I attended a university. I graduated from a university with my jets. Me too. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think the reason like like I, I, I gave it a four out of five is because like I said, like I just don't really like John Candy. <laughs> That's your reasoning. I'm a lot. I mean, that's fair. Country. Like yeah. I, I don't no, find I don't him like that funny. I don't. Like I don't. Mine. I don't find your, him that funny. Your opinion is valid. Mine but wasn't. I thought that I thought the movie. I, I think your opinion is valid, Tyler. Tyler. You're allowed to. Yeah. Ask, you, I, I'm totally on board with your six out of six out of yeah, five. I, 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 I think it's. Like, I, I think my it's opinion a, of Clint Eastwood. I think it's a funny movie. We didn't say that wasn't valid. <laughs> I think I think it's a funny movie. Like I said, but like I mean, I think it's it's a lot. It speaks a lot for me to not like a like a an actor, but still like the whole entire movie. You know what I mean? Like I. Yeah. I can sit and watch the entire movie, even though he's it. Like he's funny, you know what I mean. For someone that I don't like him as much, you know what I mean. I'm I'm just not gonna be biased and go, oh, it's a five out of five out of five. I, we did all look at you surprised when you were like, oh, Spaceballs. When we mentioned that would be the movie, yeah, because I don't like John Candy. <laughs> all right, Lewis, I'll let it slide. Yeah, just this once. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm giving it like a like a one out of five. Don't you dare! I, he, I don't think it's a great movie. He made us watch China Salesman. So all right, we. He's he gets forgiven once. I shall allow it. <laughs> All right. Wait. He got forgiven once for making us watch. No, we had to apologize for that. No, no, no. I, I didn't accept. I never accepted that apology. But <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for, for that movie. <laughs> he did publicly. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I didn't suffer. Oh, you should be. Um, Twice I suffered once. All right, kids. What do you got? Oh, Jiminy Cats. What you got uh, for us this week on the fun meter? Fantastic fun time. I with uh Ooh, as as borrowed as borrowed from a, a YouTube video, probably from what culture, because that's where I get all my good ideas. Uh, we'll 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 maybe we'll go through this, maybe we won't. Uh, uh, ten movies with a larger impact than you realize, and this is generally like ten movies with a larger impact on the movie industry. Uh, first example is. Uh, Dark Knight, which got, which, which, uh, because of the, the, because that movie was so good, they allowed 10 Best Picture nominations. Thoughts? Anybody? Yeah, that anybody? Th- did start the expansion, um, didn't it? Because of that? Yeah. And it's one of the few first comic book movies to actually win an Oscar. Like, uh, yeah, because generally speaking, the, uh, the Academy, Academy does not like that does not like genre pictures, and it, it hasn't. And now that's one of the few that has an Academy Award mm. because of Heath Ledger. So, well, Heath Ledger's performance deserved it. I was about to say it did deserve it. Um, uh, number two, uh, Star Wars Episode One, fully CGI characters. So you, we Is had that the we first had... one. Yeah, Episode One. No, yeah. I meant like no, I meant like the first one to use fully CGI characters. Uh, I mean, according to this video, it was. Oh. I didn't. I didn't fact check. Oh, Ken, you gotta fact check. No, I don't. If they say it on the video. It's true. It's true. Yeah. If it's on the internet, it's true. It's very We're true. The, the internet. internet is pure truth. It is. If, if Transformers Two taught me nothing, <laughs> it taught me that the internet is pure truth. Yep. Just like the social network movie. Okay. Now, Sorry, just, I made. A, I spilled some sarcasm all over the place over now, here. I got. I got to clean it up. Now, recently, put like, is it only like? In in like the movie industry, like explain. it's it's culture it's cultural impacts. Like these movies had an impact on the industry as a whole. Oh. So like because of episode one, there's now 
the capabilities to have full CGI characters. Oh. Right. But if we hadn't had episode one, we wouldn't have Colossus in Deadpool. I got you. I got you. Or Thanos in the Avengers Or Avatar. Movie. Or, well, the Avatar is a little bit different because... That the, the, those are whole sequences done in digital, which yeah, we had like CGI movie. We had, we had Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. You know the no, fact but, of the matter is like the the, no, the no, no, wacky no, but, stuff from no, Avatar is just is just Toy Story cranked to eleven. Really? Yeah, Avatar yes. is all fake. Yeah, no, I know it's all fake. I mean, there's maybe there there there, I mean, there, there might like, be performance caps. There's some performance yeah, there's capture elements. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, no, but yeah, because weren't they like wearing like suits and like getting they like CGI would over their faces? I I'm not sure about yeah, that. Like, no, the actually, you're. Were, I think you're right. I think like, there like, was like they made the, they made, there was like, motion capture. Yeah, there, it was all motion capture. Like yeah. they they had it all and like they all acted it out. And yeah, then they, yeah. That's 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 similar to the CGI things. That's what they are. There's someone doing mocap for it. But then they take the graphics up. So you wouldn't. So you, so Avatar wouldn't be wouldn't be considered. Like, well, I mean, I guess I guess Avatar would would be this potentially. But the the the, the issue with the issue with Avatar is there's like everything is is digitized, yeah. whereas there are there are sequences in. Episode one, where the only thing in it, the only digital thing in it, mm-hmm. or the only overtly digital thing in it is Jar Jar. Okay. Okay. I get you. Yeah. So that's where that had a cultural impact. Okay. But yeah. And it started the downfall of the Star Wars franchise. That also is a cultural impact. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, that's. Neither here nor here. But, well, that's an impact that we all realize. <laughs> <laughs> you have that written down. Right. <laughs> next. Uh, the next one is uh, Aladdin and celebrity voice actors. Oh, yeah. Up to uh, that point, voice actors were not necessarily... Like, they didn't necessarily try and get Hollywood A-listers to be really? voice actors. In, I mean, there was some... What about Lion King? Interplay. No, Lion King came after Aladdin. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and yeah, and Disney has always had sort of this, this pretty state, pretty steady stable of voice actors that it goes back. Well, uh, not necessarily in the, in the golden age in the, like the 50s, 60s, uh, if you, if you pay close attention, you'll hear the same voices. Yeah. They're a lot of the same. Um, and they, and Pixar has done that too with a few, with a few voice actors. Yeah. Like for some reason, Um, all the characters and all the stories. Yeah, he's 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 one that pops to mind in every single Pixar movie. John Raffensperger's in it. They're all um, Tim Allen. Yeah, they're all Tim Allen. Yeah, all the Buzz Lightyear's all sound like Tim Allen. Um, <laughs> but you know, and it was it, it got to the point where, like Jimmy Neutron, the 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 movie, movie is a little bit weird because it's got nothing but TV and sort of low lower tier voice actors, and it. it didn't it, they didn't they made it without yeah. Big guns. Big names, yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, next one. That is interesting. Uh, Titanic, CGI in a period movie. Yeah, did you actually know, uh, apparently, uh, who, who's the director on that? Cameron. Yeah, apparently he was giving the uh, the graphic artist a hard time when it came to the birds. In the, if you see the, the, in, in the Titanic, right, where the ship's going away, and you see the birds, like, in the background, like, you could really barely see them well apparently he had a problem that they had to be a specific bird to that time 
Because if not, it would just ruin the shot. Even though, like, you can't even really tell what the bird is. But, like, that's how... That's how, that's how anal, anal picky he was. He was. Yeah. James, James Cameron has always been like that with a picture. That's why Avatar 2 has taken this long. <laughs> because he's egregiously known to be nitpicky, but that's how he wins awards. That makes sense. Because You don't get to be awesome without being nitpicky. Because James Cameron took Titanic to 10. He took an idea of wanting to... Because one of the main reasons he makes anything is because he wants to see something. Yeah. So he wanted to see... The Titanic, the real life one. Mm-hmm. So he got to go do that, and then he made everything. So he got so re- he got so stuck in that period that he wanted everything to match that time. So if you look at the plates and everything on that, that mm-hmm. like the forks yeah. where they would be placed, and every like the diningware, the curtains, anything, the carpet, mm-hmm. it's all exactly as the they... plans for the original Titanic. Wow. He took all of that and placed that in that movie, which should have been the better movie, but it was yeah. in Titanic. He also, so, you know that uh, they're making a, another Titanic? Yeah, like, they're making another movie. one. They're but making another boat. Yeah. It's going to do the same course. It's gonna, supposed to do the same course. Yeah. And Some it's going to be... never and, learn. And it's going to... The only thing is they're going to have more boats, and that's about it. They're going to have those. They're going to have the same. I, uh, I hope they have... Uh, I don't know. The same amount of reliability. I was going to say, I hope that. Well, no, I wasn't going to. But I would find it interesting if they still used uh, coal and it was a steamer. Oh, that would be cool. It was really funny. I saw a meme. Liz showed me a meme of, like, if Titanic happened in, you know, 2018. And there's that scene where the guy's, like, women and children first. And it, and it has uh, Billy Zane. <laughs> Look at him and he goes, did you just assume my gender? (laughs) (laughs) Can't say that nowadays on a boat. No, as the boat goes down, you'll just get all these selfies. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going down. All right, next. Um, Skipping, well, I I alluded earlier to Temple of Doom and the PG-13 rating. It's not the first PG-13. No, uh, it was it was sort of the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, uh, no, but it, it, there was enough there was enough uh, content outrage over the Kali Ma scene over Kali-ma. the Temple of Doom that Red Dawn was that which came out a little bit later was able to to get a was was the first film to be rated PG thirteen. Oh, Red Dawn. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. It is, and interestingly enough. Spaceballs came out in '87, which is three years later. Uh-huh. So Spaceballs could have been rated PG-13, well, but was not. They, 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 yeah. they were still working out the kinks. They were working out the PG-13 kinks. Uh, <laughs> but you watch Spaceballs in that movie? Yeah, it's totally PG-13. This is where it works. Was the King Kong one? Oh, the King Kong one. Uh, this is the first movie. original uh, music and in imagery intricately linked. That's the original, the original King Kong. Uh, I did just learn that today. I have not seen, but yeah, they talked about how it's sort of the. I think it seemed like it 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 stands in sort of it's sort of in between, like silent movies and. It's the one. It's uh, one of the first ones of a soundtrack, right? Right. So like, like the music. Goes with like the movie and the sound effects. Yeah, actually correspond with. That makes sense. It's not just the like, movie. It's not just like. Yeah. It's it. They use a good background music and it's 
that's yeah. interesting. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just learned that too on a podcast. I, I watched this a while ago. I probably should have tracked it down and rewatched it before I, before we did this, but whatever. No, I feel like right. we're going to talk about those things. Like, um, you got to talk about some of the actors, like in movies that like really change genres oh, and stuff. Yeah. Like, um, if, like John Wayne has to be mentioned in that. when he played Genghis Khan. Well, like I said, this is this is <laughs> this is just about this is larger movie. impact than yeah. you realize. We all know that we certain know certain luminaries that. have shown up on the scene and are and have and have made epic. John Wayne is an excellent example yeah. of that. But like, like like nowadays, do people realize how big of an impact he had on things? it could be it could be that there is another video somewhere on the internet that's 10 actors that have more of an impact than you realize I, I, I this was just 10 movies that have a larger impact than you realize now could we switch it up a little bit and, and talk about a couple like movies or at least five movies that we you know that that were so big that impacted just people's way of thinking you know when that movie came out like changed like, yeah people's let's perspective. finish this list then first then we can do that uh, oh, we're not done. I thought. I'm sorry. No. I thought we were done. No. No. The the filming movies back to back, with the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. You know they filmed all three of those at once. You know. It's like the Avengers movies nowadays are doing the same thing as that. Yeah. yeah. And then they, yeah, did, they, they started. They with... started Infinity War. Then they did two. Oh no! Just kidding. That would have yeah. been that would have been before. Never mind. Mm-hmm. They started filming Avengers. They filmed Avengers Infinity War one stuff and two stuff at the same time. Okay. So you never. So the actors themselves didn't know what was going to be in one and what was going to be in two. Oh, that way they can't spill the beans. That way they can't say anything. That means they can't do yeah. anything. And then they... Thanos demands our silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means they didn't know when this was happening until the last cut. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately, there were some actors that didn't know until the movie came out that this was happening. That's great. <laughs> I did not. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I just understood what this was. Yeah, it you took, just figured that it out. Took two finger snaps. <laughs> took, what, it took two of them. <laughs> what? What? Where is he looking for? What? What? what He's hunting for something. He's, what is it? <laughs> until ah! this happens. What? what <laughs> um, but what else? Oh. uh... B-list heroes, Iron Man, and I think the the main thrust of this was the whole insanity over extended extended interconnected oh, it movie universes. Things. It started all those things. Like every like every movie studio now is trying to make a connected universe, mm-hmm. and like the Godzilla, King Kong, the monsters. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, the, the, the dark sense. universe Steve franchise that so, they've tried to start twice and have failed both times. So with that. So Iron Man would be considered the first one to do that? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Iron Man started that with a big interconnection and universe creating. Oh, that's, okay, that makes sense because I remember like at the like at the end. Where, I am now, Iron Man. Now, did that come out? No, not that one. No, no, no. Now, was it... Did Tony Stark come out at the end of the Hulk? Which one came out first? Like the second Hulk movie or... Iron Man 1 was the first Marvel Cinematic movie. Then it went Incredible Hulk. Okay, there we go. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because yeah. then that's... Is that is that how the beginning of like them... Connecting it at the end where the, they, they, the beginning where they started connecting it is is really at the way end of Iron Man one. Yeah, when, when Nick Fury comes out and says one sentence, "I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative," oh. which then leads you to every other movie after that leads you to the Avengers. Okay, which was supposed to be the end of that, but then they decided to take it up a notch and do it for another like six more years after that. And here we are, a decade later, still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, here we are talking about Good it. Move. And, we got Infinity War. Absolutely, out of the deal. yeah, yeah, great move. <laughs> yeah, you um, know, and we're all speculating and talking about what's going to happen next. Yeah. So we'll... uh, the last one is uh, Star Wars: No Opening Credits, oh. which 
You know, it's like cold. Like like you, cold open. Cold opens. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, they don't bring up the title. There's, there's no like if you if you watch Star Wars, it just it just there's the opening crawl and then you yeah, dropped into the movie. Yeah. And they don't do the credits until the end. You don't know who's in it. You don't know who's directing oh, it. Okay. You don't know they, they don't find stuff like Mark Hamill directed you. I, by George Lucas. I got you. Lucas. I got you. Like yeah. say, saying like the movie. Like I got you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. and like some a lot of uh, some movies will give you a what give you a cold open so you get you know a, a minute yeah. a minute or three or five and then they do the credits yeah. some movies do that but like yeah. Star Wars there's no credits at the beginning it just drops you right in that's interesting I mean you get the production company yeah. the opening crawl go hmm. so Lewis what did you want to do uh, just like a, you know since we did that like uh, it'd be cool to like to just have a conversation about uh, which uh, which movies you think like impacted like just you know the world or people outside of like you know like the cinematic you know side you know what I mean like for example like do you remember that movie uh, Pay It Forward uh-huh. I feel like for a while like you know people really wanted to try to do something like Pay It Forward like there's still people try to even now like I would say maybe like three months ago I was like Chick-fil-A and someone and someone paid they for me, for yeah, you know what I mean, and the, and like the, and then I just remember when I got up to the line, the woman was like, "Oh yeah, you know," she's like, "Just pay it forward." And I wonder if it was, you know, from the movie or you know what I mean, or if it, well, I mean, it's a Chick Fil A thing, like no, they do it at Starbucks because no, 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 they've done it at Dunkin' Donuts as well when I worked there. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, like I do, uh, like, do you think that concept came from that movie? No, no, I don't think so. I, mean, I think the concept existed. And they just well, that's what I'm saying. they like just the named the movie. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think that movie made it more? You know, like it been like more, brought more awareness yeah, to yeah, the like, idea to like, be like, okay, we should all pay it forward. Yeah, at the end about like, 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 be, like make it a little bit more global and be like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Stuff, yeah, stuff like that. Like, you know. Yeah. So what you're talking about is just movies that brought about like a global like change. Yeah. And, like, okay, now that's a that's a thinker right yeah. there. Uh, pay it forward is a good is a good thought thing there. Um, I see dead people. Sixth Sense. Do you remember? I'm just saying that? because that was uh, oddly enough, both have the Haley Joel Osment yeah. in them. But no, I do remember the Sixth Sense. Like that was a like that was a really big thing because people said it all the time. People were just like, I see dead people. Yeah, that that was a thing for like ever. Yeah, for a long time. For like a long, long time. Or the Six. ring was seven days. But dude, that's just more like... Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that changed the world. That just brought about... That's a, that's a fad. That's like yeah. a... What? It's they're more like... Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that was a cultural yeah. impact. I would say like... What about... Okay. It's like it's like the MC Hammer. Oh, the... the okay, it's going gotcha. to be very... It's going to be for a short time and then it's going to go away. I got you. You know what I'm also really surprised on that on that list that you were saying, Ken. Well, you know, I would have thought that the Blair Witch Project would have been on there because I felt like it was one of the first movies to like do kind of oh, like found footage. Yeah, yeah, like a found foot, but also like a a POV style. You know what I mean? Where like they've done point of view stuff, but it's yeah, well, a, I mean, and it's not like is, though, is, is the best answer for yeah. Blair Witch because that could have been that. But, but there again, any but I feel like that's we realize. Yeah, because. We know that there's been this this mind numbing 
deluge of found footage movies since Blair Witch. We all know that Blair Witch was the first one. Yeah. These are things that you didn't know. That's that's Oh, okay. They're just things that you might not have known Mm. if you didn't, like, you wouldn't have known the Temple of Doom was the first one to start the PG-13 train. I didn't but know you could figure it. Well, that's not surprising. Yeah, I didn't. Really uh, <laughs> that's not surprising. I'm mostly impressed. You know which shoe to go on which foot. Yeah. The one that has the laces. Yeah, I got them right today. You have to really take them off your hands. Um, <laughs> but like I would say, oh man, yeah, cultural I mean, impact movies like. I got nothing. Juno, Juno might have had like a negative cultural impact, but. <laughs> I do, I do remember Juno being that was like the movie that like, if you were in high school, you know what I mean. I would say, I would say from like, it, like middle school through like college, if you were like, and that when that movie came out, like there was that movie that like everybody had to watch. You know what I mean? Even if your parents didn't want you to watch, that was just a. It's a very. I just meant the movie. themes of the movies caused other people to debate like we should all or, get pregnant. Well, well, then when that's you how those seventeen. That's how the, that's that's how those seventeen okay. girls got pregnant again because they were like, "Oh, Juno did it." Well, for what seventeen girls? There's the in Europe. They are these seventeen girls that all get pregnant at the same time. What? Yeah, around the same time because they all want to have kids together because they did it in Juno. That's so weird. Uh, that is interesting. See, that's something. That's yeah. a lot of babies. What about you? There's yeah, just. They just were like, oh, we don't want to do it without the guys. So they just kind of have anonymous wow, rendezvous. Mm. Uh, I can't even think of anything. Like, well, Can you think of anything, Ken? Um, like things that had a giant impact on the world? Yeah. I'm drawing world, the, world, world, the World of the Worlds like, broadcast is the thing that comes to my mind. Where people but thought, that was a radio that's show. That's a radio show. That's mm. why I'm saying it's the only thing that really comes to my mind is like, a Jaws. big sense of... Jaws and Jaws Sharks. Jaws did. Yeah. Jaws and Sharks. Yeah. That one, that one that's, really that's like another. That's another negative one, like Juno. <laughs> that's that's why I don't go in the ocean. Because of Jaws? Because of Jaws? Sharks. More people <laughs> get bit by sharks. Yeah. Okay. You're what? more then likely you should you should stop like, driving yeah. your car. Yeah, because you're way like, more likely to get in a car wreck, wreck than you yeah, are deers, to. Deers, deers kill more people than than sharks do. Absolutely, that is absolutely <laughs> accurate. People, you put them in the ocean. Okay, we put them bad. Yeah, well, if we take all the people and put them in the ocean, most likely we would drown eventually because we'd get tired. And the sharks would eat you. <laughs> it's true. It would happen. Okay, it's more likely that crabs would eat you. Than yeah, sharks. Sharks, yeah, like sharks you, would eat you. No, but yeah, Jaws did change. Like, it's crazy that like right now, as we're naming, it seems like there's more movies that negatively impact the world. Than oh yeah, I was about to say name another one <laughs> that I can think of. I was like, oh, Birth of a Nation is an extremely negative view towards the African American population. Mm. Like it turns them into. It's pretty much where most of the KKK get their information from. Really? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a very it's, it's a propaganda it's really film? old it's a really old propaganda movie about like the African Americans like attack the white the white people and wow. they take over the the nation but they're all dumb and they're all this and they all like take their women and it's a really it's black and white I, propaganda film from I really could not watch that ago. movie what Birth of a Nation yeah it no it's hard no one no one can it's a it's a, it's not good it's 
I gotta check it. I mean, like, I want to. It's the first. It's the first movie to ever be shown in the White House. If you're ever curious, really? And then, yeah, in the White House on the big screen, they showed that movie. Uh, It's real. It's a real teller of a tale. But it's it's the it's one of the few movies I could. It's yet again another negative impact. But oh, you know what? Also, like, I think you know, since we're in the Halloween theme, like, well, you know, Halloween month, like, this is the last day. I I also think that like. Friday the 13th was a really big, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, how many kids were, got so scared of, like, ho- you know, as a kid growing up, like, Halloween, you know, being so scared of, like, such scary monsters. Like You you could be on the path with the Blair Witch, because yeah. people thought that was real. Yeah, I thought that was that real. That they then went to, that that affected a bunch of people, like, people knew, some, some people knew it was fake, but some people knew it was real. Yeah, where people were going to that town to yeah. try and oh, do all that. That's why that's how the sequel got made, which is terrible. I know another one that what? just uh, Passion of the Christ. Oh, you remember that? that? Yeah. Remember that one? Like people were like people were going into police stations, admitting like crimes that they committed. That's how bad they like. That's how much that movie like that changed. That too changed a bunch of landscapes. Yeah, that right. Yeah, like that one made like. Yeah, that did that. That probably did a. I, I never because I've never seen so many people one like protest a movie. You know what I mean? People were protesting that movie, but then theaters were like, play, like how many? You know what I mean? Like theaters were going insane playing those movies. Like they would, they thought they were playing it the more often than than not. You know what I mean? And, I'm not gonna lie, I never saw it. And and I do remember like seeing on the news that like you know the one the one that stuck out to me was like guy goes into to police station and confesses like a murder because he because he watched Passion of the Christ like you know what I mean like. I've seen the movie, and it's a good movie. It's just like, holy cannoli, like, I don't think I've ever had any movie make me want to, you know, not that I've committed any crimes and, like, killed anybody. But You're not a secret murderer? No, but you know what I mean? Like, I've never had... Breaking any... news on the post my podcast. We're about to reveal that Lewis has murdered five. Yeah, like, I've, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I've never... I've never want, Not like... one, but five. So. I, he's he's got to go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't tacos he I wasn't, I wasn't tacos he But I... Hmm. But uh, yeah, all in all, it was yeah. I, I I think that's a hard thing to think about there yeah. as far as cultural impacts, like big things, yeah, that don't just affect like the movie industry and filmmaking, yeah, which is a much easier to thought process. Listen, not yeah. less depressing now that I sit here and think about it. Yeah, as far as like negative impacts with Jaws, yeah, no, but it's true <laughs> though. Killed like, an moment, awful lot of the sharks. Mo- the moment you said, yeah, but like how, think I, how many people when were I saved? saw when I saw Jaws though, like. For a while, I was like, I'm, I'd rather just swim in a pool. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was. No, I feel bad for the sharks because that killed a lot of sharks. Yeah, but you know what? Sharks don't have feelings. It also saved a lot of people's yeah. lives. They're killers. I'm, I'm getting off this topic and going to <laughs> All right. go on to the. Already sent us emails to the Postermen Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Postermen Pod. Um,. Our Instagram is the Posterman Podcast. Our website is www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Find us there. Our Facebook page is the Posterman Podcast. And I forgot our new saying now. Oh, we did it! In a world full of ducks. Sometimes when you play Duck Duck Goose, you gotta be the goose. <laughs> See you next time. Who's the goose? Tyler, you weren't here you for the creation of of our catchphrase. Am I the goose? No. This time you're the goose. <laughs> oh, I'm the goose. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we were playing. We were playing. We were playing the duck game. Okay. Seriously. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye, bye, everybody. Guys. Bye. <laughs>